0: Welcome to episode 17 of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. Let me start off this episode by saying Happy New Year to you and your family. I can't believe that we're already in 2017. Time is definitely flying by. But again, I hope you and your family have an awesome New Year. We're going to kick off the new calendar year by starting out on the right foot. Tech Sergeant Merch from the safety office is coming by and she's going to talk to us about tips and tricks about how we can stay safe both off and on duty. These winter months can be harsh, so we need to stay safe. So Tech Sergeant Merch is going to swing by and to give us some pointers on how we can stay safe. I've also got a fresh new maniac fact for you. But before we jump into any of that good stuff, let's check out your maniac news. The holidays have once again come and gone. Spending time with family, eating great food, and opening presents are just some of the things we all enjoy during the season. But not all maniacs at the 101st were off during the holidays due to deployments, TDYs, and the home station mission. Many airmen donned their uniforms during the holidays, some both Christmas and New Year's. Security forces, the command post, the fire station and maintenance are just some of the shops that kept the mission going during the season of giving. Senior Airman Hurd is a 101st crew chief who worked both Christmas and New Year's and he explains why. For me it's not that big of a deal to do Christmas the day before or the day after so somebody else can stick around if they've got family they have to travel to see or if they have kids and they've got other things that they have planned for Christmas that it's just a lot easier for me to make the adjustment versus them. So um, for me personally, I don't mind. With a high ops tempo and deployed units, manning and scheduling can be tough during the holiday season, but the core value service before self demonstrated by senior Airman Hurd and the Airmen like him make all the difference in the world during this busy season. The annual holiday party was December 10th, and as always, Family Services and the Fire Department did an outstanding job preparing and hosting. The party was in building 499 and held several attractions to Maniacs and their families to include fire truck displays, crafting projects, games, and of course, the big red man himself paid a visit to the children. Drew Matlin's worked the event, and he tells us firsthand that the kids loved the party. They all had a great time. They love it when Santa shows up. They get very excited. Uh, They were bouncing back and forth between the different activities, there was a lot of good energy. The Bay's fire department has hosted the annual Christmas party for several decades and each year comes up with new creative ideas to improve the experience for Maniacs and their families. If you have a suggestion you'd like entertained for next year's holiday party, contact the fire department or Family Services. And that's it for your Maniac news. Keeping you up to date is our mission. Okay, I wanna talk about a new incentive program that our safety office started. It's called Zero for Hero. Wait, is that right? No, wait, no, it's Hero for Zero. It's an incentive program where just by being safe or stopping an act that is unsafe, you get a prize. And guys and gals, that prize is a Yeti mug. Who doesn't want a Yeti mug? And for those of you who don't know, Yeti mugs are awesome. But what makes them even cooler is that these Yeti mugs have a Maniac logo on them. So you heard me correctly. Just by being safe, which has pretty much been pounded into our brains ever since we raised our right hand and joined the military, you could win a Yeti mug. Yeti mugs are great. I own one because it's awesome and you could own one because you're safe. So keep an eye out for unsafe acts and an ear open for subordinates and coworkers that could qualify for the Hero for Zero program. If you have any questions whatsoever about it, you can contact the safety office. And as I mentioned earlier, Tech Sergeant Merch is stopping by here in a few minutes, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about the Hero for Zero program. But again, you can win a Yeti mug for being safe. So the moral of this story, be safe, and you get to drink hot coffee. Also, winter is here and with it, the nasty weather. I'm not gonna mention to make sure you're staying safe on the roads because I'm sure you hear that enough already. But what I do wanna mention is that everybody out here at the 101st should know your parking lot plan. If you don't, you should contact your building manager. But again, winter is here and our plow trucks can't plow your parking lots if everybody's scattered about. So make sure you know your parking plan so that those parking lots can get cleared out. And speaking of plow trucks, I want to give a shout out to all of the state employees that operate those plow trucks. It's only the beginning of January, but already we've been hammered with a few different storms, some with fluffy white snow, some with heavy snow, and occasionally some of the really, really nasty stuff. But it's the state employees that work with us here on base that make sure that those roads are cleaned and clear so that when we come to work, we get here safely and on time. So if any of the state employees listen to the Maniac Radio Show, I wanna say thank you from all the Maniacs. And Tech Sergeant March is here now, so let's bring her in. So as I mentioned earlier, the brand new NCYC of safety, Tech Sergeant Samantha March. she came into the office in October. Uh, she's been here for a few months, but she stopped by to do her, her beginning year uh, safety bit uh, to make sure that we're all staying safe out there on the roads, especially during the winter months. So Sergeant Merch, thank you so much for stopping by.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, I guess first things first, let's talk a little bit about maybe where you came from before this. You're from South Portland, right?
1: Uh, yes, right now. I've been in South Portland since 2012, but I actually uh, was up here before. From 2004 up until 2012, I used to be in life support, or as it's now known, aircrew flight equipment.
0: You have some family members that have some history out here in the Maniacs too, right? Uh,
1: yes. My dad's actually a recruiter down in South Portland, but he's formerly of security forces. And my brother's currently in security forces up here. And my now husband's actually in the 265 as well down in South Portland.
0: That's awesome. You must be proud. I mean, it's a big family. It must make for some pretty uh, interesting dinner conversations during the holidays, right? Oh, yeah.
1: They love vanilla. Getting photos as well of all of us in
0: uniform. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that that would. Uh, I don't like photos. So. Neither do I. Uh, so basically, like I said earlier, um, we're moving into the winter months. There's a lot of things that our maniacs need to look out for, especially when they're outside and they're they're playing just as hard as they as they work. So. What's some advice? Do you have any tips or uh, maybe some some new things uh, going on that you can give our Maniacs?
1: It's nothing new. It's all stuff we've heard before, but that's often what we need is to just have ourselves beat over the head with safety information. And a big thing coming up for Mainers is ice fishing and with all the snow coming, all the snowmobiling. And the biggest thing with ice fishing is always check the ice beforehand. Uh, Never just assume it's safe. The Maine Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife actually has a Facebook page and they do post their updates, ice reports, they put safety notes out there, they actually have good safety info on there as well, some tips for if you're going to be ice fishing. Um, Obviously if it's less than two inches, stay off it no matter what. Never assume it's safe to drive on. If you're going to drive, you should really check the ice yourself beforehand.
0: Make sure you use your buddy's truck and not your own, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They actually have a tip on the IFW site that says wear flotation gear under your stuff. I feel like people probably won't go that far, but it yeah. it's never hurts to drive as little as possible on the ice. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to, try and have an escape route.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that, too, I mean, because we all go out and we never think of that, that smaller stuff, I think, sometimes. But um, I went out last year and a buddy of mine, his, his father, said, you know, make sure you guys bring a couple of flathead screwdrivers. And we're like, why? And he said, because if you fall through and you can't grab onto the ice to pull yourself out. And so you never think of that stuff. Yep. The, the flotation device thing, that's something you know, I've never heard.
1: Apparently, they actually make snowmobiling suits that are uh, flotation now as well. Really? I'm not sure how that works. I didn't research that. I just saw it on their website. But
0: yeah, you look walk around looking like the Michelin Man,
1: <laughs> or yeah. the uh, little boy from Christmas story. Yeah,
0: the younger brother Randy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I can't put my arms down. Um, so well, that's good. That's good stuff. And as far as snowmobiling is concerned, like, what would you? What advice would you give our maniacs for that?
1: Slow down. I know we all love getting onto the snowmobile and being able to go as fast as possible, especially on those wide open trails that just go on forever. But Speed is a contributing factor in almost every single snowmobiling accident, especially fatal ones. It's If you can't control it at the speed you're going, you're going too fast. Hmm. So just take your time. Yeah. Um, another big thing is never travel alone. Everybody, I mean, we're in the Air Force, everybody knows. Bring a, bring a wingman, have a buddy. Um, and also the hand signals, um, especially for a lot of our, our young folks, Or for children, or people with children, passing on those uh, those hand signals, those little simple things that tips and tricks, yeah, alert other people to what you're doing and what they're doing, so that you're not going into each other's path.
0: Yeah, because if you start doubling up and you've got a single uh, single snowmobile trail and and you're passing each other and you're having fun (laughs) and which is easy to do, like you said, we all like to go fast. Next thing you know, um, something bad could happen. So. Oh, that's good. And I just heard on the radio this morning, too, which I never stopped and thought about. But when you're out doing even your shorter snowmobile rides to always pack a first aid kit and stuff to have with you. If you happen to break down like a those traditional, those those wool blankets that we all love from BMT, that that type of stuff, you know, just to stay warm. Because if you get caught in the middle of nowhere and you don't know where you are, you know, it's going to get cold and it's going to get cold fast. What about skiing and snowboarding?
1: Same things. Buddies. And wingmen and know where you're going, have someone who knows where you're going, and don't attempt things you know you can't do. You know, don't go down the Black Diamond Trail if you're more of a bunny slope person. Uh, watch out for those trees for certain. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't think about too is lessons and courses. They have them out there for everything. You know, get that training so you know what you're doing. Um, in fact, back onto the snowmobiling that inland fisheries and wildlife actually offers a snowmobiling course that teaches you maintenance safety personal safety self-aid body care that type of stuff and even operating and maintaining your snowmobile so i think training is a good way to prevent
0: yeah yeah because you got a loose ski or something or you know you're you're not maintaining your, your your snowmobile you know just like anything your truck or your motorcycle <laughs> Um, you don't want to be on the other end of that when you're going 80 miles an hour across the lake and something happens, you know. Oh, it's good. And um, helmets, too, right? I mean, that's... Uh,
1: Absolutely. Worldwide, the Air Force probably has more, or the Air Force definitely has more motorcycle accidents just because not as many states have.
0: Right, you know, right.
1: Several months of winter. As right. Is. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that makes sense. But, it, you know, you think about it, too. I mean, you know, it's it's just it could be equally as dangerous, oh, yes, you know, going absolutely. down a trail or. And again, this is all stuff that we should be thinking about, uh, because not just that, not just the maniacs, but our families and our, our friends as well. If we're out and we're skiing or we're snowmobiling or we're ice fishing and you see an unsafe act do the right thing and say something and and stop it right there before anything happens. And this is definitely something that we should be getting into with the new year starting. It's good New Year's resolutions, good ways to practice to start the new year off on the right foot. The other thing I wanted to ask you about was the Maniac, the the Yeti program. What is this one called?
1: This one is, well, we have two individuals that could potentially get Yeti mugs. And one is USR rep. So your unit safety rep, those of I mean, several people have been doing it for years, and they're, you know, our eyes and ears out in the shops and the work centers, and they really do a lot for us. So, yearly, we'll be picking a USR rep to reward with a Yeti mug. And then the other one is the quarterly um, safety award, the Hero for Zero is what it is. And that's just someone, it could be anyone out there who's done something to help prevent a mishap or make safety a little bit m- more part of our culture out here. It could be something, you know, as big as putting out a fire on an engine or, you know, something simple like catching a slippery walkway that's never noticed and is never sanded.
0: What about driving? Getting back to uh, getting back to the winter months, what, what are some tips and tricks about driving on the roads and icy roads?
1: So one thing that people don't think of is to carry like kitty litter or sand or something like that. You know, a lot of times... You can very easily do a quick little slide off the road because of the slush and you know maybe nothing's injured, but then you can't get yourself back up because you can't get traction. Um, the other thing is give yourself lots of time. I mean, it's something we all know and we never do and then we worry we're gonna be late, but it's better to be late than to not show up at all. So just always give yourself extra time and take your time and be defensive driving. And if it's not necessary for you to go out, don't.
0: Yeah. And especially this time of year, I think we feel, you know, not just as manners, but as, you know, just in our culture that we we feel like we're rushed around in this time of year with the holidays and we got to get here and go there and all these different places. But like you said, too, I mean, it's all stuff that we've been practicing and we've been preaching forever. But it still happens and it's going to continue to happen. But the only way it's not is if we all stop and, and and say that we're going to be a little more safe on our day-to-day activities. Was there anything else you wanted to add?
1: Uh, just, you know, be safe out there. And if something happens, let us know. We're not going to punish you for it or yell at you or anything like that. We just want to help prevent it from happening to someone else
0: exactly and again that's that's what we strive to do is um you know you don't come to work you don't put the uniform on to you're not in it for yourself you're in it for the bigger picture and you're in it for your wingmen, as you said earlier but um but with that, I, I do appreciate you stopping by, and, and um, we look forward to having you in here in the future. And we're all very excited that, that you're as excited as you are about your job. I try to look at some of the old Maniacs and see what, see how they ran things back in the day and how they, as far as like marketing the base and telling stories and stuff, they always used to have this column back, I don't, I don't know when they stopped it, but back when it was the, the original Maniac. And it was a safety column, and it was called "Safety Sam Says." Really? And now you are the new <laughs> now you are the new Sam, and in safety, um, I think that's pretty funny. But yeah, it's, it was literally called "Safety Sam Says," and it was a cool little column. And I'm not sure whoever was in safety at the time, their name was yes. Sam or not, but. I actually
1: have a poster that says Safety Sam, and it's a girl wearing like a superhero suit that one of my friends found for me when I took the safety position down the 265.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. So it's fitting. It's very fitting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: And here we go again with another maniac fact. Episode 17's Maniac Fact is brought to you by the 101st Operations Intelligence Shop. The success of any mission depends just as much on the planning and intelligence behind it as the airmen who are carrying it out. Working as part of a team, Operations Intelligence Specialists analyze raw data looking for usable intelligence. Fulfilling a critical role, these experts receive, analyze, report, and disseminate information for key elements to help ensure our airmen have the intelligence they need to remain safe and successfully complete their missions. For more information on how you can become a 101st Operations Intelligence Specialist, contact your local recruiter. And here's your maniac fact. The mission at the 101st Air Refueling Wing is not only made capable and successful by its airmen, but also its state employees. There are over 60 state employees here at the wing, and their jobs consist of admin, accounting, property management, maintenance, roads and grounds, trash pickup, carpenters, plumbers, electricians, HVAC, and so much more. These state employees work round the clock to ensure that everybody here at the wing can not only complete their jobs on a daily basis but do it comfortably and safely. We as Maniacs owe them our gratitude for their professionalism and dedication for maintaining the wing and its facilities. And that's all we have for this episode of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. The Maniac Radio Show is a bi-weekly podcast, so make sure you hit that subscribe button to ensure that you're notified when a new episode comes out. Something I forgot to mention earlier about the Hero for Zero program is that safety has already selected two recipients for the Yeti mug, one being Master Sergeant Thompson and another being Tech Sergeant Robinson. So congratulations to both of you on your hard work and ensuring that we all stay safe. Enjoy that hot coffee also drill weekend is upon us make sure if you see anybody from public affairs and you have an awesome idea for the maniac radio show or you just want to get on and talk about something in particular pull one of us aside or you call us and let us know we'd love to hear your input and we're always looking for new ideas make sure you head over to our facebook and instagram pages by searching 101 starw for daily updates with photos and or videos to see what's going on in your maniac world go check out the vice wing commander's official facebook and instagram pages too by searching cv That's CV.101ARW. He takes some really awesome photos, so go check out his pages. And as our public affairs officer would say, we hope y'all have an awesome drill weekend. So long.